Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 80. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So in today's episode, we are discussing about exercises that I guess needs to be, in our opinion, uh, shouldn't be done or, uh, in Malcolm's opinion, needs to be expelled. <laughs> yes. Needs or, like, to be. destroyed um, and should it be done at all. And so we'll give us our top five list. Malcolm will discuss his top five list, and then I'll discuss my top five list. And then we'll kind of explain why we think these exercises are, I guess, non-beneficial, or you could find better alternatives uh, for these exercises. Uh, So let me first start off saying that I don't think there's either good or bad exercises. Every exercise, there's... I don't know if you agree with me, but um, I think every exercise, there's a benefit too. if you could uh, explain why you're doing it and how it could be benefiting you. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong when it comes to exercises, but I guess we all have our personal preferences and, and what we believe in. So we'll tend to stick with what we feel that's, that's right uh, for an individual because us being as coaches, we we tend to, you know, just find the most optimal way to train our clients. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I've seen some exercises and I saw them um, over the course of my years of training and being inside of a gym. And I see the exercise and I'm like, I don't care what you have to say. There's no point in this exercise at all. There's, there's at least three of them. I can, I can, I think I can argue that there's no point in them at mm-hmm. all. But then there are some that uh, are a little, maybe a little debated. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess, yeah, there's some exercise out there that you kind, of, kind of say to yourself, "Why are you doing this?" You know. Like um, things right. we've seen in the gym, uh, things we've seen people do. Uh, like a good one, a good example is like someone taking a barbell and literally using it as a like a a golf club. So, <laughs> so that that was uh that's an interesting one. So that that's probably the one I would say. It's uh, on the list of I literally don't know what to say, <laughs> like. Um, uh, that's that, that's on the list of I don't there's no there's no there's nothing you can say that that's going to convince me that that is beneficial yeah for sure I mean it's just like at that point you're just hurting someone so you're putting other people's lives at risk when you're doing that right uh, but we'll, Here, we'll first get started I guess with our list of I guess my list I'll get started with my list of uh, exercises that I feel that are, I wouldn't say useless, but it's just I wouldn't be doing these on maybe except for one of them with a individual that's a higher experience in training. Okay. So my list right. is first one is weighted side bending. Um, you know, I used to be at fault for doing these this exercise, and I feel like <laughs> it's not beneficial <laughs> at all. Um, I guess you could argue that. If you're a bodybuilder, you should be doing it. But even at that point, I think there's better exercises than the side bending. Um, yeah, my my 
My uncle still does that exercise to this day. Who? My uncle. Really? Yeah, he's 50. Okay. Uh, 50, 51, and he believes that it works for your uh, oblique. No, obliques here are like your side, like, you know, like the, like your, uh, like your love handle area, you know? Right, right. I mean, uh, you know? I guess my argument to that or my counter argument would be, uh, you know, I'd rather be doing something like a Russian twist or some type of, if you're hitting obliques, then you might as well hit it in the direction of the muscle fibers, uh, right. which is diagonally and not, you know, uh, sideways. Uh, right. You're kind of just going up and down when you're exactly. doing side bending. You're not really crossing diagonally, you know, according to the muscle fibers or the obliques. Right. Uh, so that's my right. reason for it. Um, and I know a lot of people still do it. Uh, so uh, my second one is um, kipping pull-ups. I know kipping pull-ups? Yeah, I know a lot of CrossFit people will say, no, 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 this is a good exercise. But... Right. As a trainer, as a coach, um, I really think this exercise is, is not meant for the average individual. I mean, unless you're doing CrossFit and you you need to do it for the competition. But other than that, there's no need to do kipping pull-ups, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. For the average individual, yeah, he there's no <clears throat> there's no reason. Yeah, I mean, maybe if the individual is trying to learn how to do a muscle-up, then you have to maybe involve some type of kipping pull-ups. To to right. to be able to do a muscle up, I think, because uh, you need the momentum from a kipping right. pull up. But I've seen people do muscle ups without without swinging. You just could do a strict muscle up uh, by just right. doing a regular pull up. But um, the next one I have is uh, burpees. Uh, this one is like on the edge. Like I would say, it's a decent exercise for some individual, but I wouldn't recommend it for a lot of average individuals who are just starting off in the gym. And I've seen like a lot of trainers just give this exercise to like a person who's new into the gym and just want to kill them in the gym. So they just give them like burpees and say like, right, just, just do burp 50 burpees and, you know, get your heart rate up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like for most like trainers and people in general, that is the easiest exercise to get your heart rate up really fast. But it's probably like the, uh, it's like underlining the un, one of the unsafe exercises for a lot of general public people to do, uh, especially if they don't have like the core stability to do a burpee. Um, I don't. Right, you just, I yeah, particularly, huh? I particularly don't. Um, like I like burpees, but like I can honestly say I've had since I've. Since like 2015, I probably had like three people do burpees. You know. Yeah, I mean the I would like probably a variation of the burpees, not the one where you just like throw yourself to the ground right. um, and then get back up. Maybe like a variation where you like go down and you know get into a push up and slowly come down and then come back up instead of just like dropping your body to the ground. Um, right. Those are those are probably recommended more for like. I would say higher level individuals who are been training for a while and understand how to just control their body. Um, but for, yeah, definitely for right. newer individuals, this, uh, this is not a safe way to just burn more calories. So you can just do other things if you want to burn more calories or get the heart rate up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, 
it's it like you said it is on the edge um it's some people can do it some people most people some people can do it most people most people can't right right mm-hmm. all right so next one i have is um i don't i just i literally just searched this up cuz i was trying to come up with my list so uh it's shadow boxing with weights oh and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> I mean, if you're That's shadow tough. boxing, I'm not a boxer. Hey, you could probably explain this to you better because you actually box. But like, if you're boxing, uh, like shadow boxing, why do you need like a two pound dumbbell in your hand? For hand speed. You think you'll so be if faster if you like well, if you do a study on someone using two pound dumbbells and then taking off <laughs> the two pound dumbbells to. To do shadow boxing or to, to actually box to be faster? Well, you may not necessarily be faster, like, you may not necessarily have fast hands. Um, you might be faster, like, in that moment. Uh, but, like, it's like wearing a weight vest and, like, doing squatch ups and then take it off. You feel like you can jump higher. Or, like, um, or like wearing ankle, weight, ankle weights or whatever and then running and then taking them off. You feel like you run a little faster. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily make you faster. Per se, like you can, you you really, uh, I mean, you can do the same thing as using a, a speed bag in boxing. Um, I I've used them before uh, with the with the uh, dumbbells, like two three pound dumbbells. I use them for a lot of boxers still use them for just general like hand speed to keep your hand speed up, but like it doesn't necessarily make your hand speed like I guess faster. Uh, so like boxers, I don't I don't really mind them doing it, but like regular people who are in boxing who just want to punch the air, or whatever they're doing, I don't. There's no point in them doing that at all. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like uh, I guess my my take on it is the people in group exercise classes or group and mm-hmm. ex instructors right. that tell their clients or tell their class to pick up weights and just start punch start punching in the air. Um, right. Yeah, there's there's definitely better exercise in my opinion to do instead of just punching the air and right. you know if, unless you're teaching like like I said unless you're a boxer you're, you're teaching a boxing client then then you shouldn't be using weights to just shadow box just for just again once again to burn calories of course something is better than nothing but there's better options out there in my opinion than than doing this right yeah yeah definitely definitely I agree alright and the last one I have is uh Bosu ball or stability ball squat. Um, <laughs> I just I just don't understand why we need. In my opinion, I don't understand why we need an unstable surface to to squat. Um, you know, some people will argue it's more more functional, and and I, I don't even know. Like, what 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 does functional even mean? Like, functional means different <laughs> things for different people, right? So. In my opinion, like if you're gonna say you're doing bosu ball or stability ball squats, and it's deemed to be functional, like what type of client are you working with? Like if it's an athlete, then maybe I could say like the bosu, like this the bosu ball, which is like uh the half the half one, right? So the half the half stability yeah. ball squat might be beneficial for an athlete, but if you have in a client that just wants to lose weight, like they're typically not gonna be on an uneven surface trying to find their balance, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I get it. 
like I said, unless you're somebody who, uh, I don't know. I don't. I was gonna try and vouch for it, but I don't know. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who would be on a surface like that that's uneven that will require you to squat like that. There's no, there's no reason for you to be squatting on the bosu ball at all. Nothing. No reason. Well, like doesn't even for doesn't an, even for an athlete like when you're on the field like. Unless the ground I mean, on on the earth is gonna turn into like jello and it's gonna start shaking, yeah. Like, Other than that, no. Like, but even but even still, like even still, most athletes, like like you just made like that was it. You just made something up, like it turned into jello. But other than that, that's not gonna happen. Unless, like I said, there's there's no reason for it at all. Like athletes, they play majority of the time on like a flat surface. Um. Right or athletes are never like squatting down like that. Right, they never squat. Yeah, athletes, right. athletes never squat down below parallel like that any at all ever. Right. You know, unless you're a hockey, unless you're a hockey mm-hmm. player, other or or a catcher in baseball. But other 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 than that, most majority of the like athletes who are moving around, they don't they never squat down that low at all anyway. So there's no reason for them to never do that. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, my main takeaway is is uh, for people who are listening is is individuals are doing it, but they're not not even athletes, and they just want to lose weight, and they feel like, oh, this is just a a great exercise because it challenges your core stability, and they'll just start throwing out all these words and say like, oh, functional core stability uh, on on this ball will help improve uh, balance coordination <laughs> and yeah. uh, everything else above. It won't. It won't do any of that stuff. It's it's pointless. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just ridiculous in my opinion when people <laughs> try to, you know, explain that this is very beneficial for you when you could just be doing a regular squat and just easily progressively overload that squat, and you probably could get more results than than doing a body weight bolstered ball squat. Right. Uh, but but yeah. yeah, that's my. You know, I guess you could say top five list of exercises that I feel. I would yeah, say I, need to be be thrown away, but I would just say like you have better options. You have better options. The needs to be thrown away. The bosa ball needs to be thrown away. <laughs> you don't think you don't think that's that should be allowed at all? No, no. There's no reason for it at all. There's no reason. No reason. There's at what cost? You know what I mean? It's more. There's more risk than reward. It's far more risk than than reward for that exercise. Mm, okay. I mean, I've I've seen. Being used for like other stuff, like, like not not like standing on it, but like stuff like I've used it for stuff like um, um, single leg bridges on there. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, that's okay. I guess that's, I guess that's okay. Yeah, I, I've seen that being used in like physical therapist uh, office, like when they do like rehabs for single leg glute bridges. Um, maybe like sticking a landing on there, you know, like you're doing a like a one leg hop into the, and then just stick on the uneven uneven surface. Yeah, I've seen that before too. I don't I don't like I don't particularly like, I don't particularly like that either. Mm, okay. You I don't like you feel like it's just better if they just do a regular hop and stick the landing on a flat surface. Flat surface, yeah. Like there's no there's nothing it's not going to benefit you landing on an unstable surface. You, when you're an athlete, you land on when you land on a stable surface all the time. Anyway, mm-hmm. like trying to create stability, you can just stand on one leg. <clears throat> right, right. You know, you don't need you don't need to jump and land on something that's unstable. 
Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know I I've I've been into like athletic training office back in college, um, yeah. And they get and they prescribe that they prescribe that as one of the like uh, rehab exercises for people who are recovering from ACL tears. Really? Yeah, and to it's land like, to a ball. So they were like, they're like just single leg hop onto the bolsa ball, stick the landing, and then come back down, reset, do the same thing. Uh, well, well, those people need to be fired <laughs> immediately. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that what is that one of your list? Like, uh, get rid of the bolsa ball. Uh, so on my list, so my my fifth one I would say is is bench press while doing flutter kicks. I hate it. <laughs> At the same time. At the same time, I can't stand it. <laughs> okay, okay, I yeah, I think. Uh, no, are they benching or are they just holding the the, the bar in front no, of them? So imagine someone pressing the bar and kicking and fluttering their feet as well, like doing a flutter kick for your abs, but doing the bench press at the same time. Yeah, that's just that's a little too much. A little too much. Little too much. Little too much. I mean, I've seen people just, where they just like take the bar out and just hold it above them and then do floater kicks. I've seen that too. I've seen that as well. I, I like that a little better, but even even that, I kind of like shake my head at as well. But like anything involving like your lower body moving and you doing a bench press at the same time, I don't like it. Mm. I mean, what are your thoughts about um, <clears throat> lower body moving and bench pressing? Well, you you kind of have to think of it like this, like. If you're gonna bench press, well, it's like why are you benching and doing this at the same time? What's the point? It's like mm. this. This is one of the times. We, this is one of the times we need we we you need to do one or the other because doing them together does not benefit you at all. Doing it does not does not benefit you at all. So like you can't progress this any heavier because you know you can't progress a bench press heavier, like because you're doing flurries at the same time. Your legs are not involved. You need your legs to do a bench press. So like. The progression of this exercise, in terms of adding more weight on there, is like limited. <clears throat> and then, if you want to do a ab exercises, do the flutter kicks. The got to do flutter kicks. Flutter kicks. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts about, like, uh, I guess, pressing or like dumbbell pressing in a glute bridge position or like dumbbell pressing in like a dead bug position? Holding, if you're holding a bridge and doing like a and doing like a bench press, mm-hmm. okay. I guess I can. I guess I can see that. Uh, but I don't, I don't like that either because, like I said, like for example, like a squat, like a thruster, like a squat, squat to press. That flows. That flows well with. That flows well with one another. You know, mm-hmm. because you can. It. It's just a. It's just the the uh, the fluidity of the exercise. Um, if you want to think about athletes, it does translate a little bit over to athletes. If you do like a quarter of a squat or like a half squat into a press, it translates a, it translates a little bit when it comes to some sports um, like lacrosse or like football, maybe. Um, when it comes to like a bridge and a dumbbell press, it's like, okay, like you can either do one or the other, but like you're trying to knock out two birds on one stone, but like are we are we trying to progress the exercise, or are we trying or are we trying to make them stronger in the chest press? You know, because we're trying to 
make them stronger in the chest press, we can't have them have a holding the bridge at the same time because this will just take away from what we're really trying to do. I mean, some people argue with that as the more stability core training. I mean, my opinion, uh, I don't know. I, I'd rather have have them separately. Like if you're if you're doing glute bridges, you know, do glute bridges and or do some type type of stabilization work. If you're benching or pressing, I I'd rather have you just focus on that and try to get you stronger than instead of having you focus on two things at once. And right. I don't know. I I don't train too many athletes, so I would say like for people I train, you gotta really just focus on one exercise at a time or one position at a time. Like to tell them to do like two things at once is is kind of hard to have them focus and engaging, saying like, "Oh, hold this glute bridge position while you do your your pressing." Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Not one bit. I've seen it. I've seen it a lot, and it's like eh, yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of this at all. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, what's next on your list? Next one on my list would be uh, <clears throat> would be the assisted pull-up push-down for your legs, for your glutes. So, like, you put your foot on the part where people do assisted pull-ups, and you push it down uh, for your glutes. Is that for your glutes or for your quads? Uh, it's for your glutes. It's for both. Sort of both, but uh, my 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 whole thing against it is the fact that like you're using something that other people need to be using for more benefit. Mm. Like it might be a okay exercise, it might be a great exercise, but you can just do step ups. You yeah, literally find are, are just as beneficial, not even better for you. Yeah, like you can literally find a uh, a bench somewhere. Or risers and do step ups. You know, if 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 it really if it really kills you that you can't use this because um, someone else wants to do assisted pull ups, it's like out of the two exercises, you're using a machine that other people need to need to use, not doing what you're doing, and you can literally do something somewhere else that that can take up less space. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't. Know. I guess people use that so they could add more weight because it's hard to do yeah. like a heavy step of comparison to just pushing that down with your leg yeah i mean everything is pro- everything is with progression so like yeah you can i can you know like you can start off doing like a step up with 25 pounds but, <laughs> but you can progress doing it with 50 i mean you can you can overload it you can overload as much as you want but like you can also still just do leg press that's true. That's true. That's, I mean, yeah, I've seen it done. Yeah. I guess mainly by females because they want to grow their legs. Um, yeah, yeah. Too. Like I said, there's better female. options out there, and yeah. especially option. if someone wants to use the pull-up machine or dip machine, and and exactly, <laughs> I want to use this machine, and you're doing push downs with your legs. It's like we can't even like we can't even work in together because like mm-hmm. you're gonna do. You're gonna do 20 reps on one leg and 20 reps on the other. It's gonna take you, it's gonna take you three minutes, whatever. And I'm sitting here waiting. You know, like if we're both doing, if I'm doing, one person's doing pull-ups and you know, you're doing pull-ups, then it's like, okay, we can share. You know, it makes more sense time-wise. But like, if you're doing push-downs on one leg and the other, it's like it's gonna be, you're gonna be here forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I guess you, you experience this, like someone using the machine and you're, you're trying to work in with them. Yeah, this is on a personal level. This is, this is I'm telling you, this is like a personal <laughs> This is on a personal This is not even, this, this, this is on the list because it's personal. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's annoying. <laughs> All so, right, let's move on to your, I guess, the, the third one on your list. Uh, So, three, two, three, I guess can be a little debatable. It can be a little. It can be a little debatable as far as like what you want or what you or what what you like or what you prefer. So like I think any exercise that involves ankle weights around ankle weights around your ankles and doing like a kickback. I don't. I don't particularly like it at all. Like a kickback with a ankle weight or even a kickback with a cable. It's just like one of those things where it's just like like I like. With the cable is more of like same thing with the with the pull up. It's like you're using this using this for something that other people need to use something more beneficial for. You know? Hmm. Like I want to do cable flies on my chest, but I can't do cable flies because you're doing glute kickbacks and you got the glute, you got the cable all the way at the bottom. I need it I need it at the top, you know. So like this is just inconvenient you're just inconveniencing everybody here. Uh and then the ankle weights, if you're like on a bench or whatever, you're doing kickbacks. It's like, yeah, you if you want to take it to that next level and isolate it all you want, you want to isolate the glutes, but like putting an ankle weight is not going to make it any any more any more firm. Like I can have someone, I can take somebody and have them do squats, deadlifts, and lunges, um, <clears throat> step ups in any variation, and they'll have a bigger, they have a uh, a nicer butt or bridges and have a have a nicer butt than someone who's doing kickbacks all day long in the gym. You know, so you don't like kickbacks with the uh, cable machine? Nope, cable machine. Nor do I like it with the with the ankle weights. Really, really? No, no, mm-hmm. man. I mean the uh, like the ankle weights with the kickbacks. I guess I kind of agree with that one. Um, I my alternative would just be using a cable machine. Um, if you're trying to isolate it. Um, yeah, I'm okay with people using a cable machine for kickbacks. Uh, because I use it with some of my clients who who really want to specifically target the glutes as a burnout yeah. or like as like a a last exercise to to finish off the workout. But why just use a band like a like a regular band? I could do well. You do band walks with. Uh, so the reason why you use the why I personally use the kickback uh, with the cable machine is because when you're doing band walks, you're really only targeting. The uh, a specific part of the glute, like like if you really want to, like if you look at the muscle fibers of the glute, it's it's um it's not it's not just sideways, right? It's not just left to right. It's um it's like diagonally. So like to really get full activation of the glutes, you kind of have to do a kickback at like a forty five degree angle. Yeah, well, what I mean is you can do the forty five degree angle kickback with the band. I do I do it all the time with my clients. I do I do that. With the band, I put a yellow band or a green band around our ankles, and I had them hold on to something, and they do a kickback with it. Oh, like, okay, okay. I thought you were just talking about like lateral walks, band walks. No, 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 no. Like you can, you can, uh, you can stand in one place and like just kick the band back backwards and do it that way. Right, right. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess that's a that's definitely an alternative. But um, you know, I'm okay with people using kickback <laughs> cables for kickback. I mean, I yeah. guess you're not. No. No, <laughs> don't like it. 
Because <laughs> if you want to do chest flies. <laughs> if I do chest flies, my client needs to do like a payload press or like a chop or whatever. It's like I can't do that. I can't keep moving the the the, the thing up and down because you know for your for your convenience, you know, like use a band, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you what if I mean? they need more resistance? <laughs> uh, so most likely, the resistance you're gonna put on the the cable, you can do the same with the band. There's a yellow, green, blue, and a black band. It's like the black band is the highest it goes. It's kind of like all oh, you need, honestly. A black band is probably the equivalent of like 30 pounds of resistance mm. as though it's on a, on a cable. And that's pretty much the highest probably you can go. Unless you have some super strong glutes. Other than that, like that's all you really need. You're not really going really to tip the scale that much more if you're going to use a cable rather than using a black band. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, in terms of someone using the machine and – and the exercise on its own, I think it's okay. Um, but if yeah. you're talking about someone like I guess hogging on the machine just for a kickback, if you're trying to do something more, uh, I guess optimal for your own client, <laughs> uh, it is is kind of annoying. Or um, especially if you have to wait for the individual to be done. Uh, but right. but some people don't know how to use the band. You know, they don't know how to use the band to do kickbacks that way. Yeah, and no, they see this no, no. online, like a lot of females or a lot of trainers online showing that you should be doing kickbacks with the cable machine. Yeah, I know. And it's nonsense. Complete, complete nonsense. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then that was your top three? That was my, that's my top three. My last. So recently I saw two exercises that I really that I really like made me think about this okay one of them was it was a med ball slam it was not sorry not a med ball slam it was bolster ball high knees on a wall so you put the bolster ball up against the wall and you flip it to where the side is blue the blue side and you do high knees on the wall so you push the bolster ball into the wall no, uh, so yes, yeah, so you just have it against the wall, so that's why, so that way, like it doesn't slide anywhere. So you stand on top of the bolster ball with your hands against the wall, with the bolster ball against the wall, and you do high knees. Wait, so you're holding the bolster ball? So you're talking about the half stability ball? You're holding that, and you're pushing you're the holding, blue part into the wall. You're not holding it, no. You're not holding anything. The only thing you're holding is the wall, Terry. Your hands are but on the wall. You're standing on the bolster ball. Stand on the bolster ball, the blue part, and you're okay, doing high okay. knees. You're doing high knees. Like like switches or just like high knees for time? High knees for time. And this for <laughs> this for what? Conditioning? Yes, it's what it seemed like it's for conditioning. Don't tell me a trainer was doing this. The trainer was doing this, Terry. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll <laughs> you can mention it to me who <laughs> later. <laughs> I, I might have a hunch, <laughs> but oh man, oh yeah, this is wait. So that exercise and specifically is your number one. No, no, that not, not that, that's example. not number one. That's an example. That was number. That's number two. That's number two. Number one. Number one is when people do the combination. This is just like the bench press. This is just like the bench press and the uh and the flutter kicks when people do. Leg press and incline dumbbell press at the same time. I hate that so much. 
I hate it for the passion, Terry. Oh, like pre- oh, I already know who does this. I've seen this exercise. I've this is like kind of new as well. This I've seen this exercise within the, the for for the first time within the last uh like three months. I've seen like multiple people do it at different uh, gyms. The trainers. Uh, so I've seen regular. The first time I saw someone do it was like it was like a regular member online. It was a regular person online, but mm-hmm. the. Every time after that I saw it, it was with a trainer. A trainer was doing it. One time a trainer was doing it with a body bar, one of those light 20-pound body bars. Like they're, they're leg like pressing and, and pushing the weight above their head at the same time. At the same so time. So once yeah. they're so press- pushing that sled, they're pressing. Yes, they're pressing. Um, oh, and then I saw oh, another trainer. Uh, that's just stupid. That's stupid. At a different gym, the gym I work at, he was doing dumbbell chest press with the, with the leg press. At the same time, and I was like, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, what? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people come up with the most creative things. And um, at some point, you could just say, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? So to make this a little worse, the first, the second time I saw this, uh, the trend bar, right? One of those like, light body bars. Um, he was using a light body bar and he wanted to load it. He wanted to load the body bar heavier. So the person was using a 20-pound body bar. Now he couldn't put a barbell over there. You couldn't he couldn't put a barbell over there um in their hands. So instead he used a 2.5 pound plate to put on the body bar. Two as like what? As like a load. Like an extra load. It, this is a trainer doing this? This is a trainer, Terry. This is a trainer. Okay, okay. Literally. So like a body bar. Imagine a body bar. It's like the body bar to like 8 pounds, 10 pounds, 12 pounds, 14 pounds, 20 pounds. Right? They're kind of light. Um, but you use it for like different things. I never used it really before. I understand that much. But um, so... So imagine doing the leg press with the with the press with the incline chest press with the body bar. So this trainer wanted to use the body bar, but he wanted to make it heavier. So he made it heavier by adding a 2.5 on each end of the body bar. Right. So adding as like it was a barbell, you adding weight to a barbell, but you slid on 2.5s on there. So they're like it looks just looks <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my god, you could just imagine that right now. But um Yeah, I mean like uh, I don't even know, like in my opinion, things don't need to be complicated if you're trying to achieve your fitness goals. No. And not at all. And I feel like in my opinion, some trainers sometimes feel like they need to be super creative to show their right. expertise or like to show off their, you know, like, uh, I don't know, maybe to make themselves feel good or to, to make themselves feel good in front of the client to, sh- to show off their egos saying that, Oh, this exercise do this and this. And, you know, I'm, I'm really, it shows that I'm really smart because I can come over these cool exercises, you know? Yeah. But in reality, this makes you look dumb. Uh, hey, I mean, 
as in the, through the eyes of other trainers, I guess people who are who are trainers and looking at this and saying like, you know, what are you doing? But maybe towards the average individual, they might see this like, oh, that's a that's a pretty unique exercise. Oh, like oh, a professional doing it, I I must try it too, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I I think this is how it is in terms of in the industry, like trainers feel that they need to come up with these exercises in order to feel to feel that to or to show not to feel but to show that they're you know they're they're a good trainer or they're they come up with unique exercises or like they have, they know the secret formula to to exercises that's gonna help you achieve your goals you know yeah when yeah but um yeah so that's our top 10 list in terms of of exercises or you know movements that we feel like needs to be thrown out the window or definitely could be put into uh, on the back burner and there's definitely alternatives to these exercises and there's a lot better way to you know burn fat lose weight um, get strong by just doing the simple things right like lifting weights that's it um, and doing exercises that people have been doing for a long time squat bench press you know rowing carrying stuff uh, pushing <laughs> chopping and all this stuff and you could just do it without being I guess too fancy with it and you don't have to do the extra stuff as in combining these exercises and come up coming up with one ultimate exercise. Um, just keep them separate. I guess that's our recommendation. Right. And just get strong and progressively overload, which means either you increase the weight, increase the reps, you know, one or the other, or decrease the amount of rest you get. Right. Yeah, that's all it is. All it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Yep, and uh, you have to sometimes the most simplest way will be the most effective way. But uh, with that being said, we'll conclude that podcast here. Uh, that's our top 10 list. I guess none. I, we both have it in a top five, but it's not in any particular order, in my opinion. I think any one of those could be a top one. Um, exactly. That, that people shouldn't be doing. But um, if you're doing any of these exercises and you like to do them, continue to do them, um, our recommendation is just you could find better ways to achieve your results and probably better, even faster ways to achieve your results instead of doing these exercises. Um, a lot, I know a lot of people who are listening or want, want to maximize their time in the gym and want to make sure they're achieving their results. And you can do that by not doing these exercises. <laughs> all right uh but if you guys have any questions any comments please feel free to leave it in the comment section on any of the podcast applications um and we greatly appreciate it if you leave us a review and we'll see you guys in the next episode all right all right see ya see ya